Greetings, listeners, and welcome to Oscar Wants a Sausage. I'm your host, Owen Marshall, and I'm here today with my co-host, Matthew Henderson. Good afternoon. Uh, we've had a little uh, hiatus from podcasting, but uh, I just want to assure you that we are back, and uh, we are just as unprepared and unscripted as usual. Yeah, we can guarantee we'll probably be here for at least three episodes. I mean, we... we, we uh, we did a, a first season of the Oscar Wants a Sausage podcast, uh, which ran for uh, about 27 episodes. That's twenty. That's over 24 hours of material as well, because they're all about an hour long. So you think about it, a day of our lives is now recorded. Uh, obviously, and there's a lot more involved in that process, because we talked shit for a lot longer, and you know you had to edit out down to the juicier bits. So you know it's quite it's quite impressive actually. So we 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 we're hopefully promising more juice. We're being fueled by pomegranate juice today. If we're going to endorse a product, it's nice. It's uh, it's quite refreshing. Do we want some free pomegranate juice? Yeah, if you're uh, if you're a distributor of pomegranate <laughs> juice, so uh, there's a there's an opening for uh, sponsorship of the Oscar Wants Sausage podcast. Oscar wants some pomegranate juice. Maybe <laughs> we could call it uh, if you're if you're willing to donate. Um, but uh, the the reason we've got pomegranate juice in the house is um, uh, my girlfriend's uh, sister's boyfriend started drinking it the other week, and um, apparently he's lost lots of weight. Oh, really? So is this like fresh juice or is this concentrate? Is this like squash? No, this is juice juice. So how does it make you lose weight? What, what's its weight reduction properties? Don't ask me about the science, mate. Right, right. I has, just... has he been doing anything else differently, like more exercise, well, eating he generally... more salads, or what? He does just exercise and uh, do stuff like quite a lot of active stuff. So why does he want to eat? Well, he probably doesn't need to lose weight anyway, does he? Or is he just, you know? I don't think he needs to lose weight, no. But um, he just has. So right, okay. I thought I'd give it a whirl. I think it must uh, help your... Probably clean your out. I think it's probably quite good for antioxidants and stuff like that. It's, um, you know, probably got some healthy properties. But... Oh, I'm glad you said that because it's just going to make our whole podcast seem a lot more um you know well i'm trying to raise the uh profile a little bit i mean obviously well, I'll try and lower it. yeah <laughs> pre previous series we you know we talked about a lot of um a wide range of topics uh some of which were intellectually stimulating some of which were comically stimulating some of which were frankly downright disgusting and some of which were probably pretty boring so I think dropping in words like antioxidants is uh, going to attract a new type of audience. The, you know, Professor Brian Cox is making a big name for himself in the BBC. He, he's getting out there. People are taking science seriously again now in 2011. And um, I think we should really capitalise on those type of listeners. I mean, I know this is not going out of the BBC, and I know they've got no affiliation with it. And I know Brian Cox people are never going to listen to it. But if we strive to attain that type of audience, I reckon we'll get some free fucking pomegranate juice. And on that note, <laughs> like I said, you know, please email in oscarwantsasausage at gmail.com. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll come down, we'll sample it, you know, <laughs> see how, you know, see if it helps us lose a bit of uh, a few pounds or not, you know. We should state that, you know, everything's the same. If you've listened to us before, email address the same, website's the same, blog's the same, we're the same, it's the same equipment. Nothing's different except for Series 2. I've heard that Facebook is losing popularity. Yeah, apparently it's dying. Facebook suicide is on the up. 
So that's why we don't have that many friends on Facebook because fuck it, you know, it's uh, you know, it's di- it's dead. Well, if you're looking at your Facebook friend list and you're thinking, I, you know, for whatever reason you've decided you need to have a bit of a cull, uh, and you're working through from A to Z, and you come across Oscar Wants a Sausage. Should you have become friends with him at some point? I know there was a bit, we were big in Leicester for a while. We had quite a few fans coming on from there. I don't know whether those guys are still friends with us on Facebook, but you know we don't do a huge amount on Facebook, and we haven't recorded for them quite some time, probably over a year, I think. And uh, it's it'd be interesting to have a look at our Facebook account and see what's going on there. But my point being, if you're going to jettison a few friends. Oscar wants a sausage. Why, why would you want to get rid of him? Surely you, you recognise, even though he may not be as prolific as he once was, he's, he's, it's worth hanging on to that connection, just in case all of a sudden we get our act together and start banging out episode after episode after episode. Yeah. yeah. Also, follow us on Twitter. You know, that's, that's more... Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even remember the link now. I think it was Oscar wants a sausage. Ah, right. That sounds familiar. Twitter forward slash Oscar wants sausage, you know, that's original. Um, just looking on Twitter today, um, I'm just seeing what's trending. And this is uh, the worldwide, you know, tre- you know, like different search yeah. engines yeah, do yeah. trending. Matt doesn't know generally about Twitter. I'm sure you guys are pretty internet savvy out there. Yeah, so. I've never been a, a user. I, I have looked on it from time to time. But most search engines will show what's uh, a popular topic at the moment. And uh, Twitter is the same. And um, I think it's fifth fifth, fifth one down uh, is Brian Hawes trending. Yeah, yeah, sad. Sad news today. Yeah. Very sad, actually. I don't know. How did he die? It's he just... um, died of cancer. Well, that's pretty. Oh, because he was getting treatment. Wasn't he was he? in Germany. I think he died. Uh, I think that's what the the uh, press report from his estate and family have said that he died in his sleep peacefully. Um, yeah, very sad actually. Because uh, a, a decade was he? A decade was he camped out in Parliament Square? Two thousand one. I, I think it was two thousand one. Yeah, he started out there. And um, just for someone to have the the personal will and desire to see what he felt was justice you know what his little part in trying to get justice to be done and that's quite some dedication and he didn't do it with support from any particular particular organization he did it off his own back and he won a lot of lot of respect and even i think the government even must have said you know bloody hell he he cares he's passionate and he, he he's well done they it. did they did try to change the laws so they could get rid of him well <laughs> towards the end though i mean he he what he must have done a good eight years seven or eight years out there without being moved on and to be fair the police probably could have had cause to move him on for a number of reasons if they wanted to really push it i mean they must have felt that it was a peaceful protest in some capacity that they felt we'll just leave him to it. he's not causing any harm he's just a bit of an eyesore for you know, all the hordes of tourists that like to congregate around there and take photos of the House of the Parliament. But if you're going to make a stand and you're going to make your point to live on your own in a tent for 10 years in the middle of London, you know, take some guts, take some dedication, and he did it. So very sad news that he died. So we'll raise a glass of we'll, pomegranate juice yeah. to the late Brian Hall. Um... Another one trending is um, Len Goodman. Do you know Len Goodman? Uh, well, he 
He's the judge on Strictly Come Dancing, is he not? Oh, God, we won't talk about that then. Why, is he dead? No, he's on Desert Island Dish. Oh, why is that trending? That's why? worldwide. Yeah, but you know why? Because why? He, I think he does the, the American version as well. So he's probably big in the States with yeah. that show. But I don't know why Desert Island Dish would be a big thing. I, I, I don't know, maybe people just following Len Goodman from both sides of the Atlantic and that, that boosts him up somehow. But um, no, that's boring. Yeah, this well, is the intellectual uh, Oscar wants sausage now. You know, we can't yeah. discuss reality TV or, or such things. Well, I do think that worldwide normally means America, doesn't it? They're, they're probably one of the strongest tweeting well, countries, probably. Uh, yeah, I should imagine they must be. I mean, I don't know how, uh, on the assumption that the Chinese government haven't allowed Twitter to be accessible over there. I'm assuming that the Americans must hold the largest population who are actively engaged with it. I guess, I don't know whether India have taken it on or hmm. the Americas certainly. America yeah. USA, Canada and yeah, I would have I would have said. Here's an interesting one. In the UK, Henry Winkler is trending. <laughs> Do you know why that is? He was on T V this morning before I left to come here. He was he, he he's done Do you know he's he's done so a lot of charity work for um raising the profile of dyslexia? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, and he's written a couple of books and stuff. And um, he was saying that he went to number 10 Downing Street last year to launch this big campaign and how there's all these amazing things that you can do to help dyslexic children out of school. Um, and a lot of them aren't really being uh, utilised properly or as effective as they could be. So he's kind of raising the profile, coming up with you know new ways to integrate this stuff into schools. Because um, he's dyslexic himself and he kind of was always... Uh, found it kind of a struggle in life to overcome it. But then he's like, I've written, you know, I think he's written three books for children and a book for adults and stuff. Um, and he was saying that there's this, uh, you're dyslexic, aren't you? Yeah. And do you, when you read, do you, do the words move about and stuff? Did you find that? Uh, it's not that extreme for me. It's it's more just um, like I don't, I don't take it in. <coughs> right. Like I can read a whole page. Yeah, of yeah. a book, and I'll be concentrating on the words without um, actually understanding the meat or, or the interpretation. I won't take any of it. In. Yeah, and uh, apparently as well, like I have this thing just f- uh, following the lines of a page. Um, part of my brain is 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 sort of that that does that is kind of inactive, and and so I'm using the wrong part of my brain just to follow the lines of a page. Right. Okay. So I often use a ruler and just... So you get lost a little bit when you're going down. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know whether this would help that specifically, but, I mean, he was saying there's this invention, which is kind of like a like a coloured piece of um, film. So it's um, perspex or overhead projector stuff, but it's coloured. And if you place it over a page, it, like dyslexic people find it much easier to read it because it changes the like the tones on it and it means that they can it's much more understandable and easy for them to sort of read through and interpret. So I mean it's all these all these things kind of exist but they're not massively publicized apparently. But anyway, yeah, that's probably why he's on there because yeah, I say he was on TV this morning. But well, I just clicked on I don't know if this is the real Henry Winkler or not, but there is a Henry Winkler uh Twitter account called, you know, at Henry Winkler or whatever. And uh tweets zero. Following zero. Followers, 227. And he's been listed seven times. I think that's just when, you know, 
someone of interest is listed for whatever reason. And um, all it has is, is underneath his Twitter name, it just says, this is a sad waste of time. <laughs> and there is no tweets and that's it. Wow. So not not a big Twitter fan. No, perhaps not. Perhaps he's, perhaps that's not the real Henry Winkler. If you if you search for him, maybe there'll be the uh, the genuine article appear somewhere. And then uh, finally, tr- um, another trending topic in the UK today. Uh, this is a promoted one, so obviously Twitter are pushing this one. Falling skies. Um, TV show. Yeah, so it's a new. Is it a Spielberg thing or something? Is it that one? Oh uh, yeah. So is that when's that out? I then? don't know. It's got Doctor Carter in it from ER, but I don't know much about it. I think it's some sort of survivor. He's a survivor. Leads a survivors or something. Group of survivors. I don't know what the uh, is it an invader? It's not a extraterrestrial thing. I think so. Yeah, it says an, falling skies. An army of influence. My website's just loading up now, so I can watch the trailer. <laughs> right, um, shall we, we watch that live on air? Yeah, yeah. Just our sort of. We'll give our immediate reaction. We'll do it like on YouTube. You know, when people film their reactions to watching uh, two girls, one cup, or um, gl- uh, jar squatter, or, or, or meat spin, or something. The um, American Revolution. This is really not going to make for interesting. Have we have we topped the the ten minute mark? Yeah, we 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 we've. We're, yeah, we we had a bit at the start there, so but not probably more than. Should we can falling skies? I thought it was going to be more interesting than that. Okay. Um, well, how are we going to close then? Well, I I just think it's good to say we're back. We're you know we'll be back. I I, I think it's quite fitting that we did it on 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 Father's Day because we're like the fathers of the, of this show. And here we are, you know, giving birth to, well, that would be the mother yeah. role. But yeah, well, again, this is highbrow Brian Cox stuff. Um, you're now changing the method of <laughs> con- conception and, uh, um, what's the word? Pregnancy. What we could say is that on this day, Father's Day 2011, we've decided to resurrect this program from its, from the doldrums. And um, it's more to do to, to honours Oscar's memory as well, because he was in many respects like a father to us both. Uh, you particularly, obviously, me on the weekends. And, um, you know, it's just nice that even after all this time and even after going away for over 12 months to have a break. And let's be honest, we've been busy in the last 12 months, a pair of us. You know, I've I'm, I'm got a lot more grey hair. You've got a lot less hair. And, um, you know... It's nice that we can come back every once in a while and say to ourselves, let's remember Oscar one more time. So, once again, the pomegranate juice has been raised. Uh, I hope you've all enjoyed listening to this. If you want to keep up to date with uh, what me and Matt have been banging on about, just uh, subscribe to Oscar Wants Sausage and uh, follow us uh, on the various channels online. Thanks for listening.